If you are unsure about what tax you need to pay and you want to make sure you're staying on the right side of the law, then this video is for you. Maybe it's because your situation is complicated. Maybe it's because it's the first time you're moving into a situation where you've got to pay your own tax. Whatever it is, make sure you get clear on this area because it can be very, very important. So stay tuned for more. Hi guys, my name is James Corsier and welcome to the Money Paradox podcast where we're all about helping you become financially free so that you can focus on what you really want from life. Today's video again is about the amazing sexy subject of tax and God forbid I actually used to be a tax consultant many moons ago so you can blame me for covering this area again but guys I wanted to cover a video on making sure you're clear on what tax you need to pay. Not just that, but you're staying on the right side of the law in this area. I've met a lot of people in my experience, certainly in areas like property where people fall into it and they are not paying the right tax. And guys, that's a very dangerous place to go because if you get caught with that, you can have fines, penalties, it can really cause big issues for you in the future. And the key thing with tax is you cannot play ignorant as a reason. You can't say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize. I, that's what I thought I needed to do. That doesn't work, unfortunately, in the course of law. You cannot say, I didn't know the rules, so sorry, I won't make that mistake again. You will still be liable for the consequences, okay? So guys, don't underestimate this subject. And also don't underestimate how complicated tax can get. Back in the day when I used to do this stuff, we used to have books, you know, taller than me, massive books, really small writing on Bible paper. It was crazy and it's hard work to go through. So I'm going to give you some key tips here in this video. But the thing is, you definitely want to speak to a specialist, a tax accountant, or at the very least, your main accountant who will understand the tax side of things as part of what they're doing. I have an accountant and one of the best people that I have in my network, super useful. Even though I know a lot about this area, I will always make sure I cover these things with my accountant and get his endorsement before I submit anything. Because this is a person that's doing it day in, day out and he knows the rules okay so then that's what gives me the assurance okay so yes you want to be getting an accountant but the next thing I want to say is you do want to educate yourself in this area now for a lot of people it's a super boring subject and I get it it can be complicated it can be really pernickety and pedantic and lots of little nuances and hard to understand I get all that all right I used to do it and it was I felt those things at times okay but many of the areas in their concepts at a high level are genuinely simple so the best thing to do is really is to educate yourself so some of the fundamental things like the difference between income tax capital gains tax and dividend tax 
and how these things impact you and which which situations can you use them and what does that mean for your tax situation okay these simple building blocks will help you understand what's going on so that yes your accountant can make sure you're paying the right tax but two things here one even though your accountant's the person who's a specialist and knows exactly what to submit it's your responsibility so even if your accountant submits something and gets it wrong okay you can't go to the hmrc and say oh i'm so sorry but that's what my accountant said he said i could do that that was fine they'll say too bad it's your responsibility it's your mistake and you have to suffer the consequences now in reality like everybody people are pragmatic and sensible and have an element of common sense okay so you know if it's a small thing often the hmrc can be lenient but if it's a big thing you cannot just blame that on your accountant that doesn't work okay so there is a there is an obligation on yourself to really understand what you're doing okay so when you go through it with your accountant ask him or her what is it that you're going to submit for me what is my tax situation why am i paying the tax that you're recommending me are there different ways to change my tax to improve it what happens if i do this what happens if i do that because there are many different things you can do within your business that impacts not just your business but also your tax situation some of those things can improve your tax situation which is great that's avoiding tax other areas can actually increase your tax right and some of those things can be a very big tax consequences so it's not just about having your accountant do it also about understanding it so you can uh, make sure you're paying uh, no more tax than you need to a good test i use when i'm a bit unsure about tax is yes i want to be doing the research understand uh, the tax kind of certainly at a high level talk to my accountant what's the tax implication but often in tax like in other subjects some things are ambiguous it's not clear cut is it x is it y i'm not sure and around those margins are when people can get caught up and get into dangerous situations because often in those situations some people are on the side of uh, what benefits them okay and then that puts you at risk because if that clearly that's not allowed then you can be caught out a good kind of common sense test to do is imagine you're at a table and on the other side of the table you've got a tax inspector okay and the tax inspector says right why did you do this talk me through what you submitted and why you submitted that if you can genuinely give a good common sense answer that sounds fair sounds reasonable may not be 100% correct because you can never get everything perfect but if you can do that and genuinely a reasonable tax inspector would read that and go that's fair enough that makes us understand why you did that it may be correct or, or it may not be 100% correct but at least they understand you're much more likely to be in a better position if you take that approach whereas if you're technically feeling like you can kind of get around all the laws around tax but it looks very convoluted complex very artificial then red flags should be signaling okay and you don't want to be going down that path next thing I want to cover off is the big distinction between tax avoidance and tax evasion 
Tax evasion is when you are avoiding paying tax that you should pay, that you're obliged to pay. So let's say you make income of say 50,000 pounds, okay? And on that income, you're due to pay, let's say 8,000 pounds in tax, okay? And you choose to not let the tax inspector, HMRC, know about that and you pretend you don't have it, so you don't pay that tax. That is tax evasion. You're evading the need to pay that tax to HMRC. Definitely do not do that in any circumstance. You can go to jail, you can have huge fines, it could cause huge implications to be able to run a business and make money or, or, or be employed by a company. Do not do that in any other circumstance. And if you find yourself doing that, or you're tempted by other people and so on, do not do that. Tax avoidance is where you have different options. You could do path A or path B. You could buy something through one structure or another, or, right? It, one option can cause you to pay 10,000 pounds in tax. Another option can cause you to pay 20,000 pounds of tax. Both options are you going down a path and there would be a tax consequence from that. Now, if you pick option A, where you pay 10,000 pounds rather than 20,000 pounds, you selecting that option is you avoiding paying the 20,000 pounds in tax. So you're reducing your tax obligation by 10,000 pounds by picking an alternative approach. That is something that is absolutely right to do and you can do, and I would encourage you to do it. If you start to understand the subject better, you'll start to understand all the different ways in which you can invest, that you can handle your business, manage your situation to be able to reduce your taxes, okay? So it's an area not to just make sure you're kind of following the rules and not getting caught out, but it's also an area that as you start to do well in it, that it can actually become an advantage. For many people see tax as a liability. It's something that they have to pay money for and it's really annoying, right? And they don't want to do it often, right? But if you reframe it and you go from thinking it's this annoying thing we have to pay money to think, well, actually, when I start to understand it, I get knowledgeable in this area and my business starts to do well and I start to do, uh, understand my business better and I can understand all the different ways in which I can manage my business, I can then construct my situation to reduce my tax, avoid tax and be in a better situation. Make sense? Okay. So let me give you some examples. I'll give you three examples to, to um, make the point. The first one is recently in the last few years, investing in property, there were some new tax rules that came in. Okay, so for example, now when you have a buy-to-let property, okay, you get the rental income, great. Now historically, many years ago, you could deduct the full interest payment against your rent and it would be the difference that you would pay tax on. So if you had 20,000 pounds of rental income, 10,000 pounds in mortgage interest, the difference would be the profit, 10,000 pounds, and you would pay tax on that, okay? The net profit. The trouble is recently, if you own a company in your own right, then 
That is not always the case. If you're a high rate taxpayer, for example, you are limited to how much tax you can, how much you can deduct mortgage interest from your rental income from a tax perspective. Okay, now it can get a bit complicated, but effectively you can be in a situation where you're paying a lot more tax. But if you were to do it through a company, that doesn't apply. You can deduct the full mortgage interest against your rental income and therefore benefit from paying less tax. So buying properties through companies, if you're in that situation, if you're a high rate taxpayer, is one way to be able to reduce your tax liability. Something I do and many people I know do. It's a common strategy. Second way, if you have shares, you can have those shares in an ISA, in a pension, to avoid paying tax when you sell them. Or you can drip feed the selling of those shares such that your capital gains allowance is never exceeded and you don't pay tax. Another example. The third example is when you sell a property, if it's not your primary residence, you've got to pay capital gains allowance, capital gains tax on it. So if you buy a property for £100,000, it increases to £200,000, you sell it, that gain of £100,000, you've got to pay capital gains tax on. But if you remortgage the property at the higher £200,000, okay, then let's say you get a 75% mortgage, that 75% of the £100,000, £75,000, you can unlock, you can take from a lender, have that money, and then use that money however you like. Yes, you've got a mortgage, you've got to pay interest on that. But because you haven't sold the property, you have just taken that money as debt against the property. You don't pay tax on it. So if you think about it, the property's gone up in value, you have benefited from that by taking money out against that property. So you now have more money to use, but you've paid no tax on that money. It's a huge benefit of property. Three examples where different ways in dealing with a situation can result in less tax. So hopefully that's starting to kind of get your cogs whirring in terms of how you can start to understand tax better to make sure you're doing the right thing and you're staying on the right side of tax, but also be able to use this area actually to your advantage, not just seeing it as a liability. Finally, I'll give you a funny little uh, example that I, that I recently came in. I was talking to somebody who was doing property on the side. He was an employee. And he, was a, he had a couple of properties, accidental landlord, just got into it. And he was making some money from it. We were talking about tax and it came up that he wasn't paying any uh, tax on the income from those properties. I said, what are you doing? Why are you in that situation? He said, oh, no, no, I'm still an employee. I pay, uh, uh, I pay my tax through my employer. My employer pays all my tax. I don't need to do it. I'm not doing property full-time. I said, that doesn't matter. If you're making income outside of your uh, employment, any income that's taxable needs to be paid tax on and you need to do it yourself through, uh, through uh, a tax return. 
He couldn't believe it. He had no idea he wasn't doing it properly. Now, that is a ridiculous example, a really silly example, and I'm sure all of you guys watching have never done that and would never do that. But I would imagine there are some of you that may not realize exactly the situation that you're in and perhaps are not paying exactly what you should be. So if that's the case, the best way to find that out is do research, start to learn the subject, speak to an accountant, go through it with them. And then finally, hopefully you can start to take this area from a liability to an advantage for yourself. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the video. I'll see you next week with another round of content. Until then, I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.